0: And my name is Mike Royer, and this week we caught up with Peacemaker a little oh, bit. Oh, we got to see his underwear. We <laughs> we did. I don't know if that's a spoiler we... or not, but I yeah, that's John... in the trailer. It's in the trailer. John... I saw John Cena's
1: tushy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Moon Knight's trailer drops tomorrow, and I'm only saying that because that's our luck of the show. Yeah, uh, this season when football games are going on, mm-hmm. so. Uh, let's churn up the rumor mill for Black Panther, Mike. We're going to start, oh, start grinding yes, some please. of these rumors out. I
0: love that. And, and more. Ooh, Chris, it's yes. been it's been a very busy week over here it's in the world. household. It's been one week <laughs> since, <laughs> since we last recorded this yes, show. Yes, that is exactly it. And in that last week, we have moved to a new home. Mm-hmm. It's very nice and includes a lot it, it includes a lot more steps, which means when you're moving into a place with a lot more steps. It means a lot more work, uh, mostly on the movers, but also on us putting everything away. Uh, I, I usually feel like I, I, I'm aging pretty well. like I feel pretty good for my age. Uh, but like this last week, man, I, I feel like I've aged ten years. Like every morning, I wake up with like a little bit more mobility returning to my ankles. So mm-hmm. I'm ho- i hoping by like maybe by like Wednesday, I'll be like somewhat back to normal. So it's been a, it's been a mad dash mm-hmm. to uh, a normalcy again. Uh, luckily, like I told Chris, the only thing that could stop us from possibly be recording today would be the internet, because that's always a big question mark, right? When you move to mm-hmm. a new place of just like, well, I know it's gonna have internet, but how long is it gonna take to set up? Are they gonna a tech to come out to like check anything? Do they need a special order or anything? I don't know, run some cables, or like maybe the internet after all said and done is like just bad, right? You just never know. But luckily, the internet here is better. Chris has told me I have a good ping. I, 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 yes. I, he, he assured ping me that's fantastic. <laughs> he assured <laughs> me that this was a good thing, and I should be proud of it. So, um, Show off your ping. <laughs> all that be- he, has eight, he has a ping of 8 milliseconds, <laughs> folks, for those who know what that all means. All that being said... I am uh, recording in a very new environment, in a a room that will be changing over time. Like I'm surrounded by like boxes and totes and half open things and like empty desks and bare walls. tried my best to kind Mm -hmm. of makeshift some pillows to absorb some sound, but if it's a little echoey today, it should improve and get back to the normal quality over time.
1: You literally, I feel like we are having the same conversation, but flip flopped from whenever we moved into our new house <laughs> last summer, uh-huh. uh, in a room full of half-open boxes and nothing on the wall, with the possibility of lots of echoes and things going wrong. <laughs> so, I feel like you know we both, um, you know, uh, have have come. A, we've come a long way. Like, so this is still an amateur podcast. You guys aren't paying for it unless you want to send us some money. We will take your money for the show. Believe us. Um, but uh, it's still it's still a good time. I'm glad you were able to. Get it done and get to a spot where you could sit down for, uh, you know, hour, hour and a half here and we could could do do the show. (laughs) Sitting is such a luxury, I feel like, the last couple Mm -hmm. days. We were
0: able to sit down and briefly watch uh, one episode of Peacemaker. I know Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about it at the top of the show, but I'm I'm glad I at least squeezed uh, one thing in. Uh, January is supposed to be a slow month entertainment wise but it does not seem to be that way like peacemakers yep. out there still behind on boba fett mm-hmm. uh i know it's not doesn't cross the show too much but um zendaya from uh spider-man uh, mary jane her show euphoria season two is back and that's like that's kind of mm-hmm. like the hot that's like the new hotness out there uh uh and yeah. in, uh, in the social landscape well, so whoo
1: let me correct you before the fans do it's uh, michelle jones not mary jane uh in Uh, in the new spider-man stuff just well i i I the fans will tweet at you i just (laughs) want to put it out there i
0: think mj in my head and then it just translates to mary jane when i speak yeah
1: i know well it is legal in california so i understand (laughs) completely um yeah in in the meantime you know we we both will talk about the first episode of peacemaker at the top of the show um and uh, yeah, nothing. I think again on if you're if you're coming to the show looking for our our book of Boba Fett this week, don't think it was. I didn't tell Mike, hey, stop what you're doing and watch. I think I think we're good to to not do it every I, week. Uh, unfortu- it
0: unfortunately, I think the the third episode is, has been slightly spoiled for me because after you get a couple days out from an episode of uh, Boba Fett, that's kind of when you start to see more kind of official channels like promoting yeah. the episode so like i think i have seen a reveal of a character so i was like ah oh, that's that's a bit I, of a
1: that's a bit of a bummer i don't think i got any of those i, I don't i don't know maybe the, there's the star wars high republic stuff coming i don't know i don't know anything that would have been spoiled if i'm completely honest with you Mike. Oh, so I think okay good I maybe, maybe okay. i'm just maybe i'm overthinking
0: it or maybe it's just like a really yeah. quick thing that's not too uh it's probably clickbait
1: clickbait's out there full force this year <laughs> it's always but, clickbait right believe me believe me so i really i did some math earlier normally um we, we oh, talk are you about okay this... does your brain hurt uh, i mean yeah uh, have your yeah, folds smoothed out i couldn't figure it out i was like the first weekend in february is usually when the superb owl is uh-huh. And i'm saying it funny so we don't get uh taken down off the internet you can't say that um, the big game, if you will. But mm. apparently this year it is February 13th. It is the second weekend of um, Feb- February. So um, that gives us a full month to prepare for this, Mike, coming up here. Um, yeah, apparently it- um, teams are getting eliminated and not making it into the playoffs. And I was hearing that, and that kind of started kicking up my, uh, oh, movie and TV trailers uh, are coming mm-hmm. very soon. And uh, something we'll talk about later in the episode actually has a trailer during a sports ball game. Tomorrow on Monday, so mm-hmm. I um, will 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 kick up those um those theories later in, in a yeah. couple weeks. But it's I can't a, believe it's the middle of February for that.
0: Yeah, it's a stacked year, right, for all media, especially movies. I mean, we've yeah. seen the box office starting to rebound, rebound. You know, back in December with Spider Man, but mm-hmm. things have kind of. Gone down a little bit with Omicron spiking over the holidays, but that is now due to people to watching Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so things are starting to uh, dip, I believe, like we may or may not be hitting the peak, if not peaked already. Uh, so I think this will be a good year for the box office overall, which means these studios want people to go back to the movies. So there's going to be a whole lot of promotion probably more than usual. So that could be good news for us, at least at the Super Bowl, right? Because I feel like there's been a couple Super Bowls that we've covered on the podcast where we're just like, really, that's all we got? Just a trailer for this (laughs) weird action movie that, like, it's only advertised at the Super Bowl just because that's, like, the demo. Uh, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to some, like, big reveals, uh, some Mm -hmm. big trailers. And we'll uh,
1: talk all about it on the
0: podcast, like we usually do every Super Bowl Sunday.
1: That's right. And the most important part is prepare I guess give me a month prepared the snacks I want to eat at my Super Bowl party because mm-hmm. that's that is actually more important than the, than the trailers sometimes because the trailers will always pop online right but mm-hmm. if you don't have right food in the moment you'll never recover you, you can't you won't have a good Monday from that uh, we have been trying um, at work to convince um, the CEO to make that Monday um, a holiday or a day off for us um, so we can all like stay up late, watch the watch the game and come in uh, uh mm-hmm. either later on Monday or have Monday off but I don't think we're gonna get Successful, but um, that's I mean, other than um, playing Halo and then also getting my uh, car steering wheel set up uh this week at home to play Forza. I played like an hour of Forza driving around today. It was pretty fun, uh, in this little car seat I bought that has a force feedback steering wheel on Xbox. It, I recommend it's highly enjoyable if you enjoy racing games and really makes it better than just playing with the controller. Really yeah. fun, but I didn't get to do much <laughs> else because this week has been I've been um working after hours on some other stuff and didn't really get around to it, Mike, but you have piqued my interest here on some food. <laughs> in yeah.
0: Well, one thing that comes with moving, right. Is adapting to like new grocery stores in your area. Right. You know, uh, Los Angeles is uh, littered with grocery stores all over the place and we're still going to the same, uh, brand of grocery store, just in a different location. And, uh, it's bigger has, a uh, wider aisles, more stuff on the shelves, and uh, we came across a brand new Pop-Tart flavor uh, called Boston Cream, um, I think it's Boston Cream Donut or something fro- like that. It's
1: Frosted Boston Cream
0: Donut. I pulled it yeah. up just to see where I could find <laughs> it at. And it was like surprisingly like pretty good, right? Uh, I usually uh, am, have a bit of an aversion to Pop-Tarts because it, it should legally not even be... Um, allowed to um, mingle with breakfast at all because nobody mm. should be eating these things for breakfast. And uh, like the serving size uh, is insinuated to be one foily packet, which has like two little pastries in it. But like I, one of them, like nobody should eat more than like one in a day, or you're gonna die early from mm. heart disease. Uh, but like I succumbed to the nutrition label on this one, and it's 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 actually really good. I haven't even tried it in a in the toaster yet. I feel like that would even be a game changer. The,
1: I feel this. I mean, as, as someone who grew up drinking milk and dairy products, I feel like this would go great with a glass of milk, like oh, warm yeah. pop tart with a glass of milk. Uh, now, I've not had a pop tart since the the fiasco from the mystery pop tarts that ended up being <laughs> um, garlic bread uh, pop tarts. I've not recovered yet. I'm still scared to eat them. <laughs> I remember so, that now. <laughs> so, and, and as someone who doesn't uh, like chocolate at all, this um the the filling looks fantastic on this one. It looks it looks really really good. Is it as creamy? As the picture shows on the box. I mean,
0: usually when you go into a a Pop-Tart that's claiming to be another food, right? You put your expectations all the way to the ground. So mm -hmm. I would say if my expectations were a zero, I'd say this went up to like a five or a six, which I say is, is,
1: is pretty good. Because I think, I, I, I agree with you, I can't, I'm not a Pop-Tart person, uh, they're way too dry. I feel like my mouth, like, it's like when you eat too many crackers, right? You're like, oh, I can't, <laughs> that's just too dry. Pop-Tarts to me are way too dry, and, and it's, it's just a texture thing, but but it's whatever. Now, I, we're not going to talk about it on the show, but I'm going to send this to you, Mike. This is actually going to come back to food and what we just literally talked about, sports, um, Lay's is announcing Golden Grounds potato chips, which are Golden chips grounds. made from potatoes grown in soil from NFL stadiums. Oh so my they were God. given dirt from NFL stadiums, <laughs> mix it with their real dirt in the potato field and groom, and they actually have a bag. Every every stadium has its own bag. Now, I don't know if these oh. will be publicly available or you have to win through a contest, but this wow. is like the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of gimmicks, but I'm just – really really not into this crazy thing but I'll send you the link later but it's just wild to to think about this Um, once I found out they weren't publicly available also I just kind of tuned out a little bit but we'll, we'll send that over later so
0: yeah I, I mean we kind of uh laugh and uh giggle a little bit here on our end but if like they said they were growing potatoes in like the soil in atlanta where like uh, marvel
1: studios is you know yeah. would be buying those potato oh, chips yeah. <laughs> so i'm yeah. not
0: gonna judge too harshly
1: oh my gosh the multiverse of potato chips I, i'd go down like like it's like a doritos roulette bag isn't it like when they throw all the doritos in together <laughs> like the same color some yeah. are spicy some are not but I do that. I do that. Well, Mike, let's uh, unless you have something else, let's just jump into this. Let's jump into yeah, this. Let's do because it. I am hot fresh off of turning off HBO Max because I just gotta catch the first episode of Peacemaker mm-hmm. while eating dinner tonight. I'm fresh off of this first one. Now I will say We'll probably talk about this But I don't feel there's any huge spoilers In this episode Um,
0: Yeah, it's definitely an episode That kind of sets up Just like the stakes And like the world Or I guess maybe like Resetting the world Of hmm. Peacemaker the man What's what's his actual name? Is it Chris? Christopher Smith Yeah Chris, yeah Which
1: I was going to bring up Because being a Chris myself You don't normally hear Main characters with that name uh, In a show So it was really kind of (laughs) <laughs> jarring to me to kind of hear that, occasionally.
0: which is kind of funny because it's like a very like uh it's a very run Common. of the mill name. Yeah. No, uh, no insult. I, I mean, Mike um, slash Michael is as well. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like if if they said his name was uh Chris uh Michael Smith, I'd like that's the most generic name I've ever heard in my life. All three of them together just out the yeah. gate. But but yeah. Would, anyway.
0: Yeah. I would say the only things that really could be spoiled in this episode are maybe some of kind of like the shock and awe moments Mm -hmm. which uh maybe we'll just kind of like you know prance around a little bit
1: so we don't spoil them too much there is a uh a a room um i guess we won't spoil it. it he he has multiple helmets we all know this how he gets his helmets i think was the biggest reveal to me
0: yeah, um, I'm sure there's a uh, I'm sure there's some DC lore explanation. Yeah. Uh, it went over my head. I'm sure I could Google it and look into it, but that was pretty that was pretty that, shocking.
1: <laughs> that I think that's about as far as I go in terms of, of, of you know spoiler territory. But I want to just go ahead and say out the gate number one. I'm happy this movie just literally picked up where he's already awake from the hospital, and they don't do like uh it's even self-referential. Oh, you got shot in the neck, a building fell on you, and all we had to do was you know fix your clavicle bone. Mm -hmm. You're pretty lucky. I'm like, he's like, yep, must be. I'm like, I like that. They just kind of brush (laughs) off the rest of it. We don't have to go in and watch him in the hospital for five months, be comatose. And
0: I thought it it was pretty interesting that for a brand new show, episode one, there's a previously on at the very beginning. It's like previously on the suicide squad. And I was surprised It'll, it'll be interesting to see how the show evolves, but they included a lot of Suicide Squad characters in the previously on, right? You would think mm-hmm. that, you know, if this is Peacemaker show, we're not going to be seeing a lot of these other characters. You know, you would shy away from reminding the audience that these A-list you know actors right were in this like franchise because you're not going to be seeing them but you know maybe we'll maybe we will be seeing some of these characters again so i don't don't know that could be pretty fun I, i think the biggest standout moment that like really the the show really sunk its hooks into me and even if you don't like peacemaker even if you you don't feel like Adding this to your repertoire of shows. Just go watch the opening credits. It is this, hu- hilarious.
1: And, and like, well, they've released <laughs> that on YouTube separately because of the demand for it. I think oh, and James Gunn shared it. Like, great. It's 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 glorious. I mean,
0: I was having a good time before that um, popped up, but I literally like, I got up like in my seat. I like sat up and I was like, no way. It's it's yeah. so funny. It's
1: just great. Oh yeah. And so the, the I I've not caught two or three but this is one of the few times I will not be doing the skip intro button on mm-hmm. any of these shows going forward. So, um, it was, that was, I, I agree. That was very, very entertaining. Uh, I will say, um, you know, I, we, we've talked about what's the point of this show, you know, going mm-hmm. forward, like, like, you know, a uh, peacemaker, unredeemable character. I, I feel like they kind of gloss over some of the stuff pretty quick. I think now of like, you know, him, uh, they, they do show in the, 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 th- the flashback killing rick flag and they, they kind of bring it up and like none of these people are perfect but um it's very very interesting to to see like you know him by himself as an entirely different character than when he was in the suicide squad um he's very very uh perky very very optimistic um he i i thought it was hilarious um he thinks he's he's being tailed and uh, or being like he's like oh he thinks he's such a big deal that police are guarding the door to the hospital room waiting to arrest <laughs> him, and he just kind of like you know he looks he's sneaking out in his mind but he just literally walks out on the on the way through, um, and nobody nobody really tails him but um I I'm 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 loving John Cena's commitment to this character uh-huh. uh, as an actor and as just someone who's just pretty much all muscle um and can can maintain the um. The, the, the craziness, zaniness of being Peacemaker while also like, yeah, he can actually handle himself in, in a fight or two if he needs yeah. to. Yeah,
0: I don't often keep up with a lot of uh, late night television, so I don't know if this was back during the promotion for the Suicide Squad or if this was much more recently, but he I have seen uh, images of him going out to talk to late night hosts in the peacemaker costume. So I don't know if he was totally in character or what exactly was going on, but yeah, you can tell he's like loving that he kind of has like something that he can call his own. Right. You know, he's kind of following a similar path that Dwayne, the rock Johnson followed, you know, coming out of professional wrestling, but like, Mm. feel like he's finally found like his franchise, this character that he loves, um, and I, I i'm loving every bit of the the yeah. i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't necessarily call it a john cena saunts right because usually that's kind of like when your your career uh, waxes and then wanes and then comes back again he's just he's just going nothing but yeah. up right now so there's a lot yeah, it, to, a lot to look forward to with this man
1: well he and he um was in um like doing the rock johnson who else at this point was in um what the uh fast last nine fast and furious yeah yeah fast nine as the main character. Um. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think he's doing a lot of good stuff. This show's great. great. Uh, I will say this is a very much. Uh, if you don't like James Gunn, you're not gonna like this show. Um, because mm-hmm. there are so many James Gunn isms, literally all over the show. Um, the the quick bantery dialogue, the like you said, some of the shock value. Um, I believe one of the earlier conversations they are talking about um someone being named Octopussy, uh, mm-hmm. and like does she have eight pussies? I'm like. This show, I'm like, like, I can already tell where the show's gonna go through some of these scenes. (laughs) Like, very much just kind of goes goes through those motions. Very, very vulgar um, at times for a shock value, but sometimes it's fun. But I will say one of the highlights for me is um, they didn't show his pet eagle, Eagle (laughs) Eagly, who is, I believe, a full CGI character, but looks beautiful in the show for for a TV show. Pretty
0: pretty good, yeah.
1: um, For that, and then the other thing is. Uh, and we have a note here in our soundtrack, uh, in our, a link here in our notes for the soundtrack, which is, again, full James Gunn, uh, kind of, you know, uh, what he does. He loves doing soundtracks. He's big into music, in, in incorporating his movie. And this one has a lot, a lot of, like, what, 80s ballads, it feels like? Like a mm-hmm. lot of 80s kind of jams to it. The the intro, is it the intro? Is that, um do you want to taste it? Uh, the, or was that, that was in the actual episode, wasn't it? Uh, uh, it, I don't remember the specifics. Yeah. yeah. But there is um, a, a scene where he sings, I don't love you anymore to the choir boys. Uh, and <laughs> I, in it's in his, he, in his uh, full
0: underwear, yeah. um, tidy whities. Uh, exactly. So if you're, if you're a fan of uh, big
1: muscles on display, that scene's really going to knock it out of the park for you. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it's great. They, they really, um, throw these in there, I'm excited to watch the next couple episodes. Um, you know, um, I've again, I, I I was not in i have heard nothing but good things about the show but I just wasn't I didn't have the energy to go into it because you know I'm like why why are we doing this show? how is this character redeemable but I'm still having a good time watching it and that's gonna kind of pull me into the next episode or two as well and I think there's a good mystery at hand here I think there's a good mystery at foot in this in the show and i um I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what's what's going on with it so anything else you want to add I mean I mean um I'm like, i I'm fresh off of, I'm I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed for for Peacemaker <laughs> right now, Mike. What about yourself?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the other two episodes that I got lined up, and we'll have another one next week, right around the corner. Yes. Um,
1: I don't know. Or is when it this
0: week? Th- what when does it drop? I don't know. That's what um, I'm trying to
1: figure out. Cause I was like, I was sitting there thinking, that, oh, here it is. The cider has the thing Thursday. Yeah, they're, th- they're Thursdays. Oh, okay. So just a couple days away yes right after we do we go from book boba fett in to that um to talk a little bit about our main thumbnail image today is the big reveal over the weekend of uh the new batgirl outfit from the upcoming movie uh played by leslie grace um she'll be barbara gordon slash batgirl and um looks like a batgirl outfit i did see some <laughs> stupid person be like here's the evolution of batgirl and they include like the two recent batwoman shows in there i'm like mm-hmm. batwoman and batgirl are not the same character like yeah barbara gordon have... <laughs> is what we're well, looking at uh, yeah. supposedly
0: um yeah
1: but... I, it feels like a lot like the 60s one um what was that? the who who was um batgirl in the 60s um uh, Yvonne Craig, Yvonne Craig, and then also uh, Alicia Silverstone played her in Batman and Robin, the critically acclaimed Batman and <laughs> Robin from the 90s. Mike, yeah,
0: I, I mean, the costume that we have revealed here looks a lot like uh, more of the, the modern day Batgirl run where yeah. they're where the character is kind of less in like a skin tight revealing costume and kind of more in like a um. Like I would say, like maybe like tactical leather. Uh, yeah. So it seems like that's kind of the costume that they're adapting here. I mean, it looks good. It looks like Batgirl. It's, I mean, I know it's just a, it's just a, a picture, and it all, everything always looks different once you know it's on film and after you apply like special effects and action and all that whatnot. But it does kind of look like it's not quite reaching the kind of like the excitement of like cinematic <laughs> levels right it, like it, it's kind of strange because the the costume that they're adapting is kind of very like stripped down like it, it intentionally looks mm-hmm. like that in the comic books but when you kind of like make it live action like this almost looks like very good cosplay and uh like kind of cw now, was quality say, that's, right that's exactly
1: <laughs> like this is berlanti to me this could have been a shot from a berlanti verse right like this oh she's on some sort of um you know Cathedral uh, wall with the light. Yeah, on like herself. this
0: week on the Flash, Batgirl finally yeah. appears. You know, she, something. She's like got that.
1: some sort of probably grapple gun on her hip, and what appear to be what I thought were Capsule Corp from Dragon Ball capsules on her belt. Because <laughs> um, they're just like little golden cylinders, right? Like, there's really not a lot of of yeah. definition going on here. And I well, mean- it's not a knock on the character by any means. It's like you said, it's a, like it's a reveal of the suit, but it's not. It's not like mind blowing or like earth shattering or even like really the only news it was just because there was no other news coming out this weekend
0: yeah and no uh no knock on the costume designer either because i mean the costume is well made one thing that you can kind of look for in cinematic quality kind of costumes compared to television quality costumes i would say is like the minor details right like uh the television show would have like probably a similar looking cowl Like in shape, Um, but in this Mm. one, there's like all these finer details, like grooves that are going in and along, like the cowl. Which that's the kind of details that you get when you have a cinematic budget. You know, there's definitely a lot of stitching, a lot of patterning going along, like the the pants and the sleeves. So all of that stuff is looking very good. I think this is just unfortunately kind of what happens when you're adapting kind of like this more uh, Mm. streamlined, like comic book modern costume so um well but at, at the end of the day we haven't even seen it moved so i'll, I'll reserve yeah. any sort of like harsh judgment the, i wouldn't even say my judgment right now is very harsh to begin with it looks like right. batgirl so the assignment has been uh completed right <laughs> yes
1: yeah it looks like batgirl. we know who it is by looking at it. it's very on brand with what's going on i think the only thing is if You know, I think this answers the question. I don't believe this is in uh, Tim Burton's universe. Even though Michael Keaton is supposed to be appearing as Batman, I believe he will be in her universe rather than she in his. Right? Like, this doesn't look like a suit you'd find in you know the Tim Burton Batman first at all like yeah who knows a lot less rubber, a lot less rubber here I'll tell you yeah, that for
0: sure. We're, we're about to run into a flash multiversal situation where yeah. I think things are going to be a lot more smooth compared to how it's looking at Marvel right now where you know things have to clash and collide and like high stakes magic has to happen to start Mm -hmm. making things pull through or big catastrophes where like the God of mischief, like kills somebody at the edge edge of the world. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel like in this universe, it's going to be like, I ran really fast and now Mm -hmm. I can just bring people wherever I want them to. So,
1: I mean, they've already uh, set the premise, you know, with the flash TV show about 10 years ago. So I think, Mm -hmm. I think people will warm up to it by that point. Like, yeah, I've seen this. I know, I know what's going on, but, um, yeah, check take a link. Um, Take a click on the link in our show notes. Man, I cannot talk today. I need <laughs> that ability on a podcast. However, let's watch over to the regular, the Batman uh, coming up with Robert Pattinson that has received a PG thirteen rating uh, for its upcoming release. I don't think anybody is really surprised about this. <laughs> like, um, yeah, pe- yeah, people were like, like, is it gonna be like an R rated Batman? No, no, they're not. Like, Batman's huge. He's like Spider Man. Uh, yeah, everyone's gonna want to come see it
0: yeah, I mean, obviously, in the last two years, release dates have been very um, have been very flexible. But I guess we could just use that as a moment of the production has spoken in an official capacity, and they are still holding true to their March fourth mm-hmm. release date. So it sounds like they are not too worried with this big, batman movie about you know a uh, mm. box office attendance number so yeah, yeah. uh give your th- tickets for march 4th it sounds like they're holding true to march
1: yeah i i think uh, like you said there's very few um uh, franchises that would pull uh, a box office you know um uh, records out of out of a, the end of a hopefully not going to the end of a pandemic and then spider-man's one of them and we'll talk a little bit about that down the road but also the batman I mean, it's huge. I I grew up knowing more Batman than Spider Man, right? Like that. Like I may be a Marvel uh, person now, but you know, I grew up with Batman um, and Superman and and stuff like that. So. Uh, hundred percent excited to see this and get it out of the way because we've been sitting on it for so long. I'm like, <laughs> let's see it. Let's see what they're doing with this Batman. I want to see. I want to see the Riddler. I want to see what he's doing. Give us some riddles. Yeah, it doesn't look
0: like. Um, it doesn't look like my theater is selling the tickets just yet for Batman. Yeah. So maybe yeah. tickets go on sale. Well, no, I would. Super Bowl is probably too late. They would probably want to no. be at least a month out
1: no uh well i don't know spider-man didn't really do that spider-man was within less than a month three weeks well that well that was spider spider if i think back to spider monday
0: spider monday yeah. would have been the day the monday black after friday thanksgiving three weeks yeah so 25 26 27 20 yeah. 28th or the 29th so
1: yeah maybe they maybe they could put a push around the super bowl yeah. for batman i could see them booing one more trailer like one like A Flash trailer, a Black Adam trailer, and um, a Batman trailer would be three Mm -hmm. pretty good ways for for the Super Bowl to to really, you know, honestly swing in DC's favor because Marvel, I mean, other than, you know, Doctor Strange, they have, um, you know, Thor, Love, and Thunder would be a great trailer, and then another, uh, our first Black Panther one, but I mean, Mm -hmm. DC can come out swinging this year, and I think they should take the opportunity to do so, but... Uh, we are a month and a half away from seeing the Batman in theaters. Mm-hmm. I did not know this, but apparently it's been a year since Wandavision came out. Um, i seen a lot of the anniversary posts. Um, congratulations! Uh, Industrial Light Magic showcased uh, some VFX for the, the thing uh, for the show, including some scenes that you know we've never seen before. And um, as someone you know who who went to school for filmmaking, seen the composites of like how they filmed it, how they you know the 20 layers they added for the effects and stuff, especially the scene here at the end where uh, Wanda and Vision um, you know, are parting ways at the end of the series, and also how some of the uh, you know uh, other stuff looks. This is a pretty fun two-minute little video <laughs> here. Uh, on on Twitter that you can watch. Yeah, like- I'm
0: kind of watching it now. It was kind of funny though because there's like you know the very sentimental moment where she's holding on the Vision's face before he kind of like evaporates into like particles, and then in the behind the scenes moment, it's just Paul Bettany kind of dipping ducking away, away, ducking down, <laughs> and like running away. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it, it is pretty fun. So it's really cool to watch this. Um, so uh, you know all the um, One Vision, you know the first episode of the Disney Plus series, uh, very very effects heavy. Um, and very much production heavy to, to do the classic 50s, 60s, 70s stuff like that. That's very, very uh, uh, involved. So. This,
0: uh, I'm just watching it. This, it always weirds me out because uh, I saw another behind the scenes uh, VFX thing for Dumbo the other day, which is a movie I didn't even watch. Uh, but they are just routinely like chopping off real human limbs. Mm-hmm and replacing them with, like, full digital counterparts. And I can't even tell the difference. It's just like, oh, Colin Farrell, like, on set for Dumbo, right? Like, they had his arm, like, in a green sleeve, and then they kind of had, like, uh, this, like, haphazard kind of folded thing because I guess he only has one arm in the Dumbo movie. But they just, like, even after they did all of that, you'd think they just paint the green away. They didn't. They replaced, like, everything from, like, the shoulder blade out, so it's just yeah. like they're just like chopping off parts of people and recreating them with computers. It's crazy, man.
1: Yeah. Um, what was the uh, Mad Max Fury Road when Furiosa had her metal arm? Um, watching mm-hmm. them film those scenes with um, uh, Charlie's there and with with her arm green, and then also them painting it and then adding the metal arm with the movements as well was really cool. Uh, so you, there's a lot that goes into a film. The you know we people are always like you know they they film it, it should be done right. Well, this even shows you how much work goes into a TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little little TV series. So, um, kudos, congratulations, WandaVision Congratulations, Marvel shows on Disney Plus, and hopefully, you know, we can actually get some new ones this year. And this is where we're gonna jump into our next talking point: Moon Knight. So, there was a trailer release yesterday for the trailer that's coming tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's a teaser trailer. So, it's not very long, right? I believe it's like if you click on it, it takes you to Hulu's Twitter's where I found it. Uh, it's only you know fifteen seconds. But um, I'm stoked for this goddamn show, Mike, after watching this. I am yeah. thrilled. Um, it's a little spooky. You see a little flash of Moon Knight. Um, you get to see him uh, actually, like, the the Moon Knight suit take over his body in a scene. Yeah,
0: there's actually, yeah, like, there's some reveals out of this for just, like, a little tease of a tease, right? Uh, that was one question that I had for a while once we kind of had, like, a, a, a leak slash reveal of his costume of just, like, I'm always thinking about costumes every time I think about superhero media like how do how do they put these on right I have no expectations that a superhero has to have a practical costume in any way because that takes the fun out of it but like if you don't show them put it on you have to creatively go out of your way to never show us in a scenario Mm -hmm. where they need to put it on right so I was like, well, there's a lot of, like, bandages and straps and cloth to this Moon Knight costume. How does this go on? And uh, it looks like a la Tony Stark kind of nanobot style. It just kind of
1: envelops yeah. him. Yeah. So Moon Knight, again, very mystical. Deals with um, literally the sun and moon gods. And what we believe, um, you know, I'm going to tell you, Ethan Hawke looks a little vampire-y, if you will, here. Uh, the suit looks great. I'm going to tell you, if you go to 10 seconds on this, um, this is a, a scene I believe we caught we a little glimpse of. Is Moon Knight literally beating the hell out of something on the ground. Um, I'm pretty sure that might be a werewolf, if not a vampire might.
0: Um, I don't think it's a werewolf. I think what it is, it kind of looks like one of those kind of like ancient egyptian kind of like anubis style characters yeah. cuz if you kind of like scroll through it you can kind of see it has like a little bit of like a headdress yeah. situation on and the legs are pretty bare it reminds well, me of those um i think it was the mummy 2 the scorpion yeah. king when like the that horde of anubis army was like running towards them at like the third act and like oh we got to kill mm. the scorpion king to make the army disappear like that's yeah. kind of what it looks like to me one of those uh, creatures
1: I I'm seeing ears flop up and down and in hair instead of like a, a mantle like you're talking about on the head as I'm mm-hmm. kind of going through this. Either way, I mean we'll get more tomorrow and on a It's twitter a cr- it's a creature,
0: right? I'm a, he, like, cre- yeah. Creature watch. We have a creature. Uh, this is this is exciting because it's it doesn't seem to be alien in nature. Uh, it doesn't seem to be um, like cosmic. So it yeah. it seems terrestrial at least in origin but i suppose anything with like you know ancient egyptian lore and cinema i guess you could yeah. lean towards saying it's you know magic it's supernatural
1: will. yeah very yeah. very supernatural and mystical and I, it just got me really really hyped uh tomorrow's also a full moon so releasing the moon night trailer during oh, the full moon that's clever. pretty pretty brand on brand here and then the rumor release date now this is they may say this tomorrow i don't know but march 30th uh, would be the release date for Moon Knight. Um, don't know if that holds any water or not, but that sounds pretty okay. That sounds like a Marvel release date. But yeah. I would imagine. I hate to if, wait two months, but yeah. Yeah. I would imagine if
0: you're Marvel releasing like series or any piece of media, you know it, any media organization releasing anything in this calendar year has to strategically avoid like the two weeks after the next season of Stranger Things, right? You know, it's been so long since we've had another season. I think that's probably going to be one of the biggest things of this year when it comes to like impressions, eyeballs, people talking about it on social media. So, yeah, as long as uh, Moon Knight has a lot of uh, birth around Stranger Things, which I-, I think it's supposed to be summer. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Moon Knight will yeah. be safe.
1: Well, Moon Knight also, if we look at March 30th and, and honestly, I, I've never had to pull up our calendar so much than we have the past year when, <laughs> yeah. when, when doing stuff. But if you look at March 30th, um, right. So that is a Wednesday, one, two, three, four, five, within six weeks on the sixth week is May 6th when Dr. Strange comes out. Um, so I could easily see this ending the week of, or the week before doctor strange dealing with magic and mystical stuff hundred percent so um i i I believe that this could sync up with that pretty good but i mean honestly i didn't expect to reveal the suit i didn't expect to see beating a creature of some kind up so i'm actually like my ears are a little perked up more than usual for this show um because because of this um the commitment to it as well and the fact they're showing it so um yeah anything else i mean i'm I'm on board, Mike. I, I, Oscar Oscar Isaac is a great actor. I think, you know, he had a really yeah. shit run in uh, X-Men Apocalypse, but, you know, <laughs> it's only if you remember that movie exists.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, if, uh, if Watershed is a little too hyperbolic, but this is going to be like the first time, you know, maybe beyond the little bit of a tease that we got in Eternals that we're going to see Marvel kind of approaching into... Um, what did you say? You didn't say it wasn't cryptic. It was uh, supernatural. Supernatural. Because yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange, you could make an argument that it overlaps a little bit, but the supernatural side of Marvel is something brand new that we're just mm-hmm. about to kick off here with Moon Knight, and I'm curious how they're going to do it. I'm not saying yeah. they can't. I'm not saying it's impossible. If anybody can pull it off, it probably is the that, super producer Kevin Feige, right? But it, yeah, I'm really curious how they fit that peg into that hole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, we I think. The first stepping stone was everyone knowing Blades coming for about three years now, so eventually <laughs> yeah, that we helps. get Blades. So, so mm-hmm. that we do, we do know that it's coming. Uh, the other thing is uh, Disney Plus is supposedly doing a, a Werewolf by Night show right this year, and they've added actress Laura Donnelly from The Never is an Outlander to the cast. Now I, I don't know who she is, but the fact they're casting more people is very exciting. The rumor yeah. is she's yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say,
0: is the rumor still floating around Werewolf by Night that this is going to be? a short run kind of mini series one shot, something like a
1: like, one, like a one shots room, like a, like a small, like hour long or so episode or, yeah. Or, or may or who knows
0: maybe two or three, but it, it doesn't seem like this is going to be anything that's, um, I don't want to say super impactful cause it'll still trend for sure. It's a Disney plus Marvel, uh, mm-hmm. property, but it sounds like maybe like two, well, three episodes at most.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally everyone's been saying one like long episode like a full hour or something uh, to tie Halloween. some people might call that a tv movie <laughs> yeah um or yeah or whatever they want to do it but um, the the reason that ties back to other people are expecting maybe that's werewolf by night in that bathroom scene with moon knight mm. um like we're going to get the the character in there but um the Laura Donnelly is supposed to be uh, rumored to be playing nina price who in the comic books goes by the name vampire by night uh, and you're like, well, that's stupid sounding because I did. I, I read that out loud and I said that sounds stupid. <laughs> um, but apparently, she's a werewolf slash vampire hybrid who's like the niece of Werewolf by Night, so that's why she's Vampire by Night, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They got a lot of they got a lot of groundwork to do for this, you know. Yeah. You know what? Release
0: bubble. it in October around Halloween, and we'll all just kind of vibe out. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's, it's thematic. Can't can't go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you able to catch The Eternals this week on Disney Plus, Mike? I know you were just craving I've, to go back into it. I've
0: seen it already, Chris. I uh. saw it in the movie theaters. But it is always nice when something does hit Disney Plus because that's when fans can start to get more, like, high-res video clips and screenshots yeah. of stuff. So, like, the memes and, like, the screenshots that you start to see on Twitter just look a lot crisper. So that's usually when I know something's been released digitally.
1: Yeah. I've had, I've used this opportunity to push um a lot of people in this uh, discord group. I, I actually play Halo with her. Uh, they have uh, like a movie when I'm trying to get push people to do it. And it's actually easier to do it now that it was on Disney plus so like, Oh yeah, I can actually sit down and watch that. So I'm excited I'm to see what they say about, about Eternals, but the commentary, um, the assembled episode and other bonus features on Disney plus will arrive this March per director. Chloe out. And I believe that has to do with like the digital release for the movie is, like forty five days, but like everything else is still tied to what's like VOD, pay on demand mm-hmm. kind of thing. So when that window's up, the rest of the stuff can come back onto there. But I'd like to watch an assembled uh, episode on on this movie. I would love to see how it kind of came together and what their plans were. And all the other secret bonus designs they always make in the background, right? Like those are those are pretty cool. So uh, put that on your calendars for March. Spider Man: No Way Home, killing it out there, killing it currently the fourth highest domestic release ever I think like I put it ahead of Infinity War like might even pass Black Panther at this point Mike I mean this this, this thing is just killing it
0: I saw something interesting the other day because uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, box office-wise, gets compared a lot to Infinity War uh, and also Endgame because those are two other giant, huge superhero movies that are also topping the charts. But one thing that I found interesting about it is that Spider-Man No Way Home is at a slight bit of a disadvantage Um, revenue-wise from tickets because 3D movies are so much less of a thing just a couple years after Infinity War and Endgame. So those movies had the advantage of being shown in a lot more screens that were 3D, which means the tickets were more expensive. Uh, So like I said before, when we were buying our Spider-Man tickets, only a couple theaters were 3D and the lion's share were 2D. And just a few years ago, it was was totally flipped. So it's not like I feel bad for Sony or any of these uh, studios that are billionaires over if not uh, raking in trillion dollars probably sooner or later uh, but yeah, yeah I thought that was pretty uh, funny and interesting that it's just yeah. like oh spider-man you could be, you could be a little bit more over if you if you sold more expensive yeah. tickets
1: in 3d uh, as of uh, the right now um, the three movies in front of it uh, the number one is the Force awakens which is almost a billion domestically mm-hmm. which of course uh, in game is a second and then avatar. Uh, is before that and avatar had a lot of 3d and i believe high frame rate releases as well didn't it not um along the way so uh technology definitely i believe helped help those movies but yeah spider-man uh at the end you know hopefully not going at the end of a pandemic or in the middle of a pandemic whatever you want to say it is still doing pretty good um box office wise but um like i said yeah i agree with you i don't i don't feel bad for the people at the top making a couple (laughs) hundred thousand less than they did before yes Um, Worldwide, though, uh, it is, um, I think, number eight now. It's got to pass The Lion King eventually. I think we're still waiting on the the weekend numbers to to wrap up. So um, we'll see how that goes for Spider-Man. And then also, uh, I was reading articles. Tom Holland was approached to host this year's Academy Awards. Uh, Don't they normally do comedians? Well,
0: I think it's (laughs) – sometimes it depends. He's pretty funny, right? Uh, They've been hyping it up. At least I saw – the uh, uh, the Academy's Twitter account, you know, doing a bit of a promotion of like, oh, who's going to host this year? Who's going to host? We're going to have a host. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it's going to be something exciting or at least talkable, you know. Yeah. Um, so we'll wait and see. When, yeah, when I, are the Academy Awards? I, I never March remember. March 27th. They yeah, are late okay. late March.
1: Now, nominations haven't even opened yet. They opened at the end of this month for them. Um, so we'll we'll see how this goes. I was trying to see who... Um, they have, like, a list of hosts somewhere on here. Um, but apparently it might be uh, later than usual because of the Winter Olympics and the Super Bowl all being in L.A. at the same time. Because I didn't know the Super Bowl was in L.A. this year, Mike. You got, you got that going for you. Yep. Uh, Winter Olympics are in Beijing, but those usually run about the same time. So you got you to take your sports and, and your movie stuff and you got to schedule those out. Calendar, folks, calendar. That's what we're what we're using over here. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Now, this is where the rumor mill is going to get going. These are all rumors. Don't take any of these as truths. Don't go out telling mm-hmm. people about them. But this is where I've been reading multiple articles over multiple weeks. And I decided to just kind of put it all together, Mike. Yeah. And, and get your thoughts on this. Because I know you like to theorize. I know you like to, to spit those ideas out in the world. But the, the biggest rumor so far is that Namor, his cousin Namora, and Atuma from the Atlantean Kingdom and Atlantis will make their first appearance finally in Black Panther. What do you say to that? Yeah, I I mean,
0: that's been pretty heavily uh, at least theorized, right? Because you're kind of looking at
1: undersea royalty
0: clashing Mm -hmm. with uh, land-based Black Panther royalty. It makes a lot of sense, right? This probably was going to happen no matter what would have happened with uh, Chadwick, unfortunately, passing away, just because it just makes a lot of sense. Um, Also, I feel like... Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of exponentially accelerating and my mind cannot keep up, right? Because when we first started off the MCU, things slowly started to roll out, right? We slowly got aliens. It took like a freaking decade, it feels like, to get Thanos on the screen fighting a character, right? Mm -hmm. So it was just a very slow roll. But now all of a sudden, like, I have to remind myself is they don't have to do anything slow anymore, right? They have they have rights to almost all of their characters back and some in some way or another, right? Like there's no reason for anything to be slow rolled. They have to actually make more content than they even did before to fulfill Disney plus. So I feel like my previous mind would have gone like, Oh, I feel like this is too early to introduce Namor. And I'm like, no, we've been, we've been running at this for like over like a dozen
1: years, right? No, Mm -hmm. it's time for us to bring these characters. He he was rumored uh, in, at the end scene of iron man two where iron man goes and talks to nick fury uh in mm-hmm. a room and he's like yeah he's like here's your profile it's like Yo, uh, you know uh you want me to join the avengers and he's like nick fury's like no but like on the map there's like a little dot out in the, the middle of the ocean and they're like oh that's that atlantis mm-hmm. is this namor are they are they leaning towards namor so uh they've it been is really really doing <laughs> that. it is crazy right to think all that we've seen
0: samuel l jackson um in the MCU, that like Nick Fury, like is just there's always just this little thing back in the head. Should I tell anybody that there's like an undersea kingdom right now? No, I won't bring it up. I know a lot of yeah. things happening right now, like or if he if he ever just like kicking back a beer, just like. I could tell this person right now there's people living under the water. Nah, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to that. I just find it well, really, really. Humor. Well,
1: he was also the first to know about aliens in the 90s. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, this guy, nothing's shaking Nick Fury at this point. He's like, yeah, whatever.
0: Well, see, that's <laughs> what it was. He learned about the undersea creatures. He thought it was like the craziest thing ever. And then like two days later, he found out about aliens. He was just like, well, forget about the sea creatures. We're talking about yeah. aliens, right? That's just one, that's just one body of water. But There's a whole galaxy out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Some, some kid named Peter got abducted by aliens and all long ago forget forget no one no no one just from undersea is uh, is abducting anybody off land so i don't care
1: anymore if they are it's not a big deal yet um what i I don't like about this is namor and then his cousin is namora i'm like why what in comic books i get why you have the same name why do you have to have the same name in in, in a movie like (laughs) pick another name um now i've heard that they will not be blue Uh, skin people um as well like they're gonna be like maybe um regular people skin tones in this so that'll be interesting but i i don't know i some people i don't think this is a response to aquaman i think this is a natural evolution of what they want to do with marvel right like i think the the spoilers for eternals but it's now on disney plus there's literally uh an eternal in the middle of the earth that's coming out right so a it's disrupted the oceans so that would be a great opportunity for Atlanteans to be pissed off.
0: Yeah, they're and, mad as hell. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, and two, yeah, we can keep things really hidden in the earth and not have to worry about them being somewhere else. Um, and like you said, Atlantis is a kingdom. Uh, Wakanda is a kingdom. I could totally see, you know, again, one using vibranium, the other having something special about water. I, I don't know, the ability to breathe underwater or something, cause them to come into conflict pretty easily. Um, but the, the whole point of that, the, the, another point of that is, you know, who's going to solve it? Is this like a, you know, is this like a game of Thrones style thing or is literally someone going to be the black Panther to go into the ocean to fight these people? Like, what does that look like?
0: I want to see a super grumpy Namor, right. You know, he always has this, um, uh, a predilection of just kind of like not being grumpy, but he's like just seems to be pissed off all the time. Anytime he, he, you ever, anytime you ever look up a picture of Namor from the comic
1: books, always grimacing. He's always got a furrowed, furrowed brow. He, right. <laughs> he is the Marvel Comics version of Vegeta from Dragon Ball.
0: <laughs> Yes. No. That is the perfect way to put it. Yeah. I I want to see. I want to just see him like get along with nobody. All the time, and just I'm I'm looking for it. We don't really have that character in the MCU. Like Nick Fury, sometimes is like that, but like you know, you can just tell he's just like trying to keep the humanity from falling apart. He's just got lots of problems. Like, yeah, uh, I just want to see Namor like not jive with the MCU humor, right? Like somebody's gonna like crack a joke, and he's gonna like throw like a spear at somebody.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, I can see him. Yo, just like yeah, I'm the prince, right? You're gonna do what I say because I'm the prince. Uh, and I'm the strongest person on the planet or in the water. I rule the water. I could. Ex- I see a one for one parallel throughout the whole thing. And it's gonna. Yeah, I'd love to see him just be like, you know, he he can be. He can have like you say, uh, humanity or whatever. they're you know, whatever for people. But like he is like very prideful and very possibly even arrogant even at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, very excited to see it Now the other thing, the big rumor is that Doctor Doom will make his debut in this movie as well. Maybe not as a full actor or maybe it's you know in just a costume i don't know but that's a that i feel like that's a lot to put on this movie
0: yeah, well, I mean, it's not a bad gambit to make, right? We all know how successful the first Black Panther was, right? You know, mm-hmm. you know they, they, I feel like they're still trying to pivot of where exactly the center of the MCU is going to be. You know, it, it was never super defined, but you could definitely say Steve Rogers, Captain America, and Iron Man we're right. kind of like the heart and the center of the MCU moving forward they're both gone now so you know where do we where do we point things where do we direct the audience black panther makes a lot of sense right yeah. Um, Introduce a lot of these things uh, Like I, I'm also curious How do they introduce uh, Victor Von Doom Because you know you have a, like a list of ways You can do it right Do you introduce the man And then later on he puts on the costume Is it just the post credit scene You know has he yeah. always been around is, is it an origin story You the, know I'm very curious
1: <laughs> The the only reason he makes sense to me Is because he is technically the ruler Of Latveria um, Right which is a country in the Marvel Comic books um it's right it's not very right uh so like literally if this is a a a movie about one nation fighting another nation well this is the third nation being a part of this right like he's not doing it to you know he, he he might be behind the scenes pivoting them against each other for his own gain he might just be oh a representative from another country in like the movie mm-hmm. like in a throwaway scene for now or you know is. It is like you said, is he the big bad evil? Yeah. And
0: to bring it back around the costumes again, right? Like, how are you going to explain like the strength and power of doom? Um, obviously mm-hmm. a big part of doom is like his influence and his resources, right? That's how he's able to accomplish a lot in the comic books, but also he has powers uh, deriving from like suits and armors. It's not Ma- mystical. Very, it's not mystical in any he's, way, he's, is
1: it? He's magic. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a big magic user. Um, actually, he, But like, it's like arcane magic kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so, I, yeah. So it's just like I'm trying to think how they square that in the MCU, right? Yeah. Does his country just adapt technology like Stark Tech, and that's how he, he gets power to his suit? Is there some sort of sorcery connection where he's getting like a dark magic? You know, maybe did he stroll and in, stroll into one of these places and steal a book at some point in time? Maybe his country developed its own magic. You know, it's a walled off zone that nobody mm-hmm. else can get into. But Marvel's definitely introduced uh, a strange lands that nobody has expected before that's what they do yeah. with Wakanda so yeah, I'm excited yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this. this is it sounds like we got a lot of potential here
1: yeah and, and it, it's a very like you said a loaded movie to do this in like if we're gonna do it go big in it like just you know sequel we we're doing this in honor of Chadwick Bozeman let's 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 pull out all the stops and make it as big as we can so uh, I think there's an opportunity there and that's November 11th of 2022. Now, on the flip side of that, um, since Spider-Man is done and John Watts is moving on to the Fantastic Four, rightfully so, we agree he earned it, uh, that casting has reportedly begun for the main actors. No, word, no, no names have been thrown in here, but you know if they're looking to cast Fantastic Four, maybe they haven't filmed any of these Doctor Doom scenes yet, and they're looking to cast now to get them ready for November? Right? Maybe um, I, I mean, so, I I feel like you already know what I'm going to what I'm going
0: to say about this. And I'm getting a little bit more nervous. Right. Because uh, Feige, did he officially say this in a channel where he said they look to see how the audience reacts and then they kind of adapt moving forward? I don't remember if it well, was like, like an
1: official w- quote from him or not. I, I, it wasn't him. It was somebody else down like like a producer down the road. It was like like everything is not in stone. There's yeah. room for flexibility. Is kind of what he was it's saying. It's just like,
0: like I've seen so much fan concept art of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as Reed Richards and Sue Storm yeah. that like it's not even original or exciting to me anymore. Right? Like I like both of those actors. You know they've done good things. I know Emily Blunt is kind of already in the Disney fold. With a uh, jungle cruise, and I'm, I'm sure well, Mary, Poppins, Mary Poppins too, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I get it that it's there, but like, just because the internet willed it doesn't mean it should happen. Like, I don't know. I, I like, I don't know what you do here. I hope this isn't the case,
1: but well, no, let, I suppose me, I can't be mad either way. Let me, let me, let me assuage you a little bit here. Let me, let me help you calm down. No amount of fan art has ever gotten anyone cast in any of these movies ever. Well, I mean, Uh, I guess
0: we don't have any sort of official word, but I mean, I remember Benedict Cumberbatch art was pretty early on when it came to Doctor Strange before anything was ever officially announced.
1: And he was the second one being cast, though, because the original one was um, the guy who played Joker. Um, Heath Ledger? No, no, no. no, no, (laughs) Jared Leto? No, The Joker. Like, The Joker, the movie. The Joker. Oh, Joaquin Um, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix was originally... Had actually signed for it and then backed out and gave it, they gave it to him. So like, but like, here's the thing: like, you see people, actors campaigning for roles, people make fan art all the time. Usually, none of it comes true. It's just it's fun for the people on the internet. To get I the don't see Malu
0: out, out there. That famous tweet of him wanting to uh, <laughs> the the one tweet that
1: like three people liked before anyone knew who he was. Like it. I'm just saying we're we're awfully close to establishing a pattern, and it makes me nervous. I'm I'm the other way. Like I see this stuff. Everyone's like, "Oh, do you see this fan art of somebody? They're gonna cast." I'm like, "No, they're not." Now that you've seen a fan art of it, now that someone has said they want to play that role, that means they're not gonna get that role. Like that's exactly (laughs) what that means because.
0: the 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 single biggest determining factor here right is what narrative are they going with you know do they want to go younger do they want to skew older how much of an origin story is this is reed richards an established scientist is he new and budding you know even though the last fantastic four movie we got was very bad uh mm-hmm. i still don't think it was necessarily a bad decision to start them out younger i think that's fine yeah. i don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that especially in the mcu where these characters these stories have a very long tail there's definitely room to age up a character over time and the fa- and the weird thing is is the fantastic four is such a strong iconic team that's very um that's very identifiable No matter what happens to this movie, whether it's good or bad, these characters are not going anywhere, right? Yeah. You know, you could make an argument like that, you know, maybe the Eternals won't have quite the same impact in the MCU that maybe they would have had, you know, if the the critical score has gone a different way. I don't know if they've done any sort of pivoting or backed off, maybe even just like 10%, but like Fantastic Four, they are not going anywhere. So they're going to have to make sure that they get this casting right, because you can't really redo this.
1: Right, and, and and again, that's why I believe John Watts, who was instrumental in casting Tom Holland, who's Spider Man, and, and has done one of the best Spider Man, you know, mm-hmm. today as an actor, is, is doing this, and he's got to cast four, to me, four main roles. You have Reed Richards, right? You have your Sue Storm, mm-hmm. right? You have your Johnny Storm, and you have your Ben Grimm, and and I, you know, if we were to to pick apart, you know, the Last Fantastic Four again, you know, Doctor Doom's outfit at the end was awful. Um, he looked like a <laughs> melted trash bag. Um, but the thing with his rocks look pretty good. Like, how do you improve upon that version of the thing? Yeah. Right. Like you, like, it I, too bad. it's been a while since i visualized the thing in that movie, but yeah, he wasn't too bad com- compared to the bright orange rubber suit mm. of, uh, Michael Chiklis from the early, <laughs> early 2000s. So I, you know, I think, you know, that's my things. Like, how do you make the thing look different than that one? And, and mind you, they've evolved the Hulk between Edward Norton's Hulk and, you know, the, um, you know, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, yeah, there's still an opportunity to, to evolve a little bit and do that. But, like, I I I would prefer the younger route of the, of the characters. But, like, not, like, Spider... I don't want high school Fantastic Four. Like, I need, like, 20s, right? Like, mid-20s. And see how that goes. But the, the hardest part, like you said, is, is, like, you've got these hyper-intelligent people who are, you know, imbued with cosmic powers. They can't have been hiding around for years, right? <laughs> like, you can't... They can't be in their... 30s or 40, 40s even and be like well now you're here with powers yeah. like you gotta, you gotta bring them back a little bit but I mean if they decide to do it and they, they make it work pr- prove me wrong by all means but I, I, I like the idea of giving them some room to grow over the next you know 10 mm-hmm. to 20 years of film. Yeah. Uh, also all yeah. of
0: Fast and the Furious they gotta be a family it's all yeah. about family so it's they gotta really feel cohesive
1: mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah, exa- they, they've gotta work together and, and um yeah, I, I I just I hate that last Fantastic Four movie so much. Like <laughs> I think if you just went complete opposite in that direction, like you'd be you'd end up with a good movie um for Marvel. And again, I don't think it's anything against the the actors. I think it's just a, a very, very poor written and and movie and story. So um I'm I'm excited to hear Fantastic Four. I'm excited for John Watts. Um let's uh we'll cross our fingers and maybe Maybe if they have Comic Con this year, Mike, we'll we'll get those those casting announcements in July. So we shall see. Knock on wood. Have you ever watched the Raid movies? Yeah, I haven't had a
0: chance to see the sequel, but the first one it's a it's a it's a it's a tour de force of uh, martial arts uh, action. Uh, these movies, The Raid one and two, they came out before Squid Game made it cool, right, to okay. read uh, subtitles. Uh, yeah. so yeah the Raid is uh, that's got to be on everybody's kind of like action must see list yep
1: yeah. yeah. uh, it, it is uh, it's an Indonesian film I, I almost want to say South Korea but it's Indonesian mm-hmm. but it was uh, written directed and edited by Gareth Evans uh, who you know uh, people may know I think he was tied to was he tied to Jurassic Park right or or something else uh, Justice League Dark I believe so, um he is supposedly working with Michael Bay to update the film, uh, and <laughs> franchise, which um does not excite me at all, Mike. This 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 is the whole first movie is about a guy fighting through literally one apartment building to get to the top and and save people. Now, would that not make sense? Like it's very similar to Dread. Do you remember Dread? Uh with mm-hmm. with uh, Keith Urban? very, very Keith. But, but to be to probably. be fair
0: dread came out after the raid uh, redemption yep. so i think everybody yeah. kind of accepts that dread was kind of uh being influenced but, yeah. by the raid which yeah, is not it, a well, bad thing well that's
1: what i'm saying like if you haven't seen the raid a similar movie is dread which was inspired by it and then also there's actually a moon knight comic book where he does the entire same thing uh through an apartment <laughs> building uh which is really funny so the raid the raid 2 um it, it's really it's it's they're good now i would not i think these are grounded films very well uh, a lot of action um stars a lot of the, the uh the fight scenes or choreographed are very you know uh, realistic i believe even the main actors from the raid are in the star wars force uh, awakens they're the uh, kanji club members mm-hmm. i believe um you know and a lot of martial arts stuff like that now if you start to put them in with Michael Bay, I feel we're going to go the opposite direction (laughs) and be horrible.
0: The thing that, that it really flummoxes me about this whole thing, right? Is when you hear the raid American remake, right? You know, obviously you go up in arms, right? Oh, yeah. the original is so good. You know, you don't need an American reboot. You know, you know. I've, heard, I've we've heard this all before yeah. for all different types of things, right? But usually, it's not the original creator is still involved, yeah. right? Like Gareth Evans, he's the writer and director of the raid, which is really it, crazy because he seems to be a Western director. Uh, directing this Indonesian film so I don't know If he's like an expat that like Lived over in Indonesia so, and then just Started making movies over there so I don't know what his history Is but it, it does seem crazy He's just like oh I'm going to start a film franchise I'm going to start IP in Indonesia and then I'll move to America and then I'll just keep making It but in America
1: No, So he, he's Welsh he's actually uh, um, From Wales mm-hmm. uh, And then he was doing documentaries About Indonesian martial arts And became obsessed with it and got involved With uh, some of the uh, artists and started writing movies with them and filming them over in Indonesia. So um, it's actually very much not American, but at the same time, like this guy, like, again, this guy is not, you know, of, of uh, Eastern descent. Like, yeah, you could, you
0: could, you could use the, you could use the, the colloquialism, I think is maybe the right phrase that he would be like Westernized, right. When it comes to like his sensibilities. So, and then also, you know, Michael Bay obviously has a certain connotation to him. Right. But it seems like, the way that this is kind of being talked about it doesn't seem like Michael Bay is directing necessarily, right. and I will point you to two Turtles. very entertaining <laughs> yeah, <my laughs> uh, Teenage movies. Ninja Turtles movies that Michael Bay produced. Right, so like this, like it's so strange, right? You never would have thought. Like I almost wish instead of this being classified as a reboot, like what I would just wish this was the Raid Three, right? But you just yeah. move some of the characters, some of the storyline, like like to America. Uh, and then just throw a slap Michael Bay's name on it to it just to get a couple more people, get a couple more butts in seats. So this is very strange, right? You know, this was kind of like when they talked about like the Avatar live action um, a- adaptation, the series. and But then like the original creators were involved. So people were just like, oh, OK, well, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be OK. So very strange news. I was not expecting to hear this uh, about yeah, the read well, at the end of the show. So
1: I looked it up again. Um, it's actually I don't have the same in here, but Patrick Hughes will be directing with Michael Bay producing and Gareth Evans executive producing. Um, And I looked it up here real fast. Patrick Hughes is known for The Expendables 3, both of the Hitman's bodyguard.
0: No, stop, Chris. Hitman's wife's
1: bodyguard. uh, (laughs) And this is going straight to Netflix.
0: Oh, boy. Chris, wow, you really tanked this whole thing at the very end, didn't you? (laughs) I
1: did, I did. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. So, um, yeah. Uh... Mixed
0: bag, mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: could go either way at this point. Um, so, I, I honestly, um, I'd love to see I, I think, you know, as long as the action scenes are great, and, you know, it's not necessarily a one-for-one one remake. I think the opportunity is there, but... Um, We'll have to see how this goes. We'll have to see the first trailer, Mike, when it comes out. Yeah. Obviously,
0: it looks so. like you can watch uh, the first raid movie, which sometimes it's titled "The Raid Redemption," which is weird because you would think that would be like the sequel, right? Uh, but the raid you can watch for free with ads on Roku, the Roku channel. Which I suppose you have to have a Roku to get access to the Roku channel. I don't um... know if you can. I don't know if you can get that uh, someplace else. Um, the and then, Roku
1: channel. Let me see. I, I, them, I thought I saw that on maybe possibly Xbox. Um, yeah,
0: but then the Raid 2 is actually streaming for free on Hulu. So, like I said, I haven't seen the sequel, but I know it is a continuation of the same protagonist from the first film. So I suppose you could just, you know, pick up the second one if you just want to watch some cool martial arts. But um, yeah, I still need to catch the second one. This, yeah. Maybe this maybe this new maybe the best thing that'll come out of this new segment is it has reminded me to watch the sequel to the Raid:
1: colon, Redemption or the Raid, whatever you want to call it. The Raid Redemptioning again i don't know but yeah anyway i mean I, I i guess this is if anything you don't watch the new one if you don't have to with michael bay and this other guy patrick hughes but go catch the originals if you get a chance i think they're great yeah subtitles or not the action's worth the stay so um i think i think we both both agree with that um is there anything else mike is that it did it for our news I, this week I, I think we did it we we successfully produced
0: another show yeah. in the midst of me wrapping up my uh move to yeah. another locale
1: yes yes and in the end of the show here uh friend of the show quentin is uh texting us about ikea so uh, that confirms <laughs> our conversation from before the show mike about ikea so uh people know more about what you're doing what you're up to uh where can they find you at well they
0: can find me at mike Royer design on instagram twitter uh tiktok occasionally and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com chris people want to catch up with you see what you're doing where can they find you
1: uh, find me on twitter valdan v a l d a n or instagram valdan eighty uh, seven I might try to put up my driving videos of that of the wheel stuff that's really cool uh, up there show people what it looks like uh, people know more about the show what we're doing when they can catch our next review which I believe is now the Batman right because um we uh, morbius that movie that you' your second favorite next to the turtles uh, <laughs> is was delayed till April, right so um where can I find all this fun stuff at? Well, all you have to do is head on over to
0: super, God, SuperHeroSlate.com. <laughs> that is the headquarters for everything we do here at the show. You can get our awesome upcoming releases page. So if you want to keep track when everything comes out this year, you can head hit that up over there. You can also get our awesome show notes So if you want to see that behind the scenes uh, clip from WandaVision. We got that over there. We have the Moon Knight teaser, but I would say it's probably pointless because by the time you're listening to this, that trailer is might already be out
1: wait wait so, for the big uh, one
0: yeah, so stay so stay tuned for that uh, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify Wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram You can get merch at store. We love hearing from you We love it when you reach out We love it when you're interacting and talking about the show We love all of you uh, We're off to a great start for 2022 Let's hope it keeps continuing trending up I'm hoping for good movies this year Man, I really hope the Batman's good I just really, really <laughs> want a good... start to the year with some good solid Batman content so if you're also looking forward to Batman content and if you want to be a super fan of this show all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy make sure you're boosted because uh the numbers are fantastically high if you're boosted I just read the other day that like the elderly that are that are boosted have a higher chance of not I guess higher is the wrong way to say it. They have a lower chance of being hospitalized than unvaccinated, like twelve year olds, right? Like we thought kids were almost invincible to COVID, but like an elderly person with a booster shot's doing better than an unvaccinated kid. So go get boosted and uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we all wanna get back to the movies. Like mm-hmm. I'd love to eat popcorn one day, uh, without a mask yeah. on my face. So, oh, he uh, wants uh, the
1: jalapenos. <laughs> the jar jalapenos. Uh, yeah, smell. the only
0: the only the only bonus of the mask right is it kind of filters out some of that briny jalapenos uh, on the nachos at the movie theater but yeah, yeah we love you we love our super fans and we'll be here every week folks that's
1: right we'll see you guys next week
0: bye thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe